the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V, and we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. And today's talk is again about eating meat. <laughs> Stay tuned. So we're back. Yes. And we're here at our new studio at 1010 Central in downtown St. Pete, Florida. New and improved. Yep. We have a really nice little area in the back, actually big area in the back for podcasting and mm -hmm. YouTubing. Mm -hmm. We'll start adding YouTube soon. And we got a place out front for crystals and our power yin. And the, Spartan Mind Strength Meditation Bootcamp. Yep. And the meditation is a lot different just like our Ayurveda is, exactly. and our yoga is, than most of the people that are teaching it today. Yes, it's the most effective form of meditation class you will ever, ever take. So, with that... Charaka would be proud of it. <laughs> uh, so, we're talking about an Ayurvedic diet. Yes. And an Ayurvedic diet, basically you said in the last, is what assists you to thrive. Yes. And if you're thriving is, can you thrive on a vegetarian diet? Uh, yes. Actually, if your uh, definition of thriving is finding that enlightenment, uh, looking for death, yes, the vegetarian diet uh, will take you there. But if you're looking to increase muscle mass, because I know one of the things that uh, Charika talks about yeah. is in order to keep muscle, you have to eat muscle. Exactly. And in order to be healthy, you have to keep muscle. Yep. <laughs> and also with that, if you have, he also talks about eating liver. Yes. He talks about eating uh, tongue. He talks about eating basically the entire animal. Yes. So he was the original uh, nose to nose tail. Nose to tail, yeah, exactly. So, and then everything in it, nose to tail. So yes. he ate, or he preached and actually ate, pretty much everything about the animal. Everything, everything and, that was available. And also, we talked a little bit about it last time, is uh, he also talked about drinking, yes. drinking wine, yes. and having what meats when you're drinking. Yes. And I know in Greece, when we go there, they have specific plates for if you order alcohol or if you order wine or if you order beer, they bring food that specifically matches that. Do you think, I know this is thinking, it's not a definite, is that what he was talking about? Is adding specific meats to enhance the flavor of the wine or to enhance the gut in how it was working? Uh, so one of the things that Charaka was uh, big on was the qualities, and then the other th in terms of food. Now, what uh, do you mean by qualities? I want you to uh, touch the, on that. The qualities, as in um, uh, dry and oily, okay. uh, as in uh, rough and smooth, as in static and mobile clear and cloudy, pairs of opposites. So if you say you drank dry wine. 
and then you would want to add food that was oily okay to balance it out and if you're drinking say tequila yes uh well what yeah. what are the qualities of tequila okay uh, is it cooling or is it heating it depends on the tequila also yeah. and scotch uh what are the qualities of scotch and what are the tastes so, also? So when you're looking at it, you can go to Cherica's book and yes. through interpret through the interpretation because he was not just he it was wasn't, not specific. He gave uh, what what blueprint. Would you, it was you, a blueprint. It was archetype. But you also had mentioned one time and not in this the last three podcasts, but uh, it's a system. It's a system, yes, and that's where what Charak. It's a system of systems. It's a system of systems, exactly. So yes, like Charaka was big on the qualities and was also on the tastes yeah. when it comes to food. So the six tastes that he gave was another system. So Charaka was looking at the different systems that you can use to observe, but not isolated no i'm only looking at the qualities i'm only looking at the taste i'm only looking at the tissues it was a system of systems so you had to develop your own uh, uh, skills in putting those uh, systems together that's why nothing was black and white Everything was great, depending on the situation. You used those systems in every situation, but then those systems are not isolated from each other. So it, it's like a science and an art. So, so I'm going to go back to tequila. Yeah. Uh, it depended on the tequila then, right? Exactly. So if the tequila is more butterscotchy flavor, yeah. you would add a different... You would food a little bit more, a little bit more uh, saltier and a little bit more pungent to balance that butterscotch flavor. You wouldn't eat something that's sweet. You wouldn't have that with like rice, mm -hmm. white basmati rice, no matter you know how well cooked it is, because it adds more of that butterscotch flavor. So. His idea was you wanted to keep a dynamic balance. So you use those system of systems to maintain the dynamic balance. Because only through a rich experience with a dynamic balance, you can move forward. You can move towards your thriving. If you go into extremes, for prolonged periods of time, that's gonna drain you and you won't be able to keep moving forward. So he didn't say be comfortable and sit there and be static. Actually, comfort. Comfort kills you, exactly. <laughs> comfort kills you because comfort is too much of what? The static, the smooth, the soft, the warm qualities. You know, you're going to go out of balance. So you need... Conflict. You need conflict. Conflict is therapeutic. Conflict is therapeutic. I would have loved to have met Charaka. Now, and so when we mean conflict, you have to, you have to be thriving for Exa something. Exactly. Because exactly. if you're comfortable, you're not thriving. Exactly. You need, you need 
a dynamic balance between comfort and discomfort. And if you have that dynamic balance between comfort and discomfort, then you are expanding your comfort zone. You are becoming stronger. So in reality, you should never actually, to be the best, to mm -hmm. thrive, you should never actually meet your goal. No. Because no. every time you get close to that goal, you should push it exactly. further, push it further, push e it further. Exactly. That's why, like, uh, encountering, uh, that's something um, uh, I try to cultivate with our students. And I know you do that in a very dramatic way. I try to be nicer <laughs> about it, is be happy when you have a bigger obstacle in front of you. Mm. The more obstacles, the, exactly. the more you get to see what type of person you are. Exactly. And the food is what helps you do that. Exactly. The if you're always hungry, you can't look at what it that's is. That's a distraction. That's a, that's a huge distraction. I mean, think about it, guys. If you, if you have to eat every two to three hours, uh, you have... To prepare everything ahead of time and if, if at some point you are not prepared then you end up eating junk the junk hurts your belly and that's a vicious cycle so you are trapped into the cycle, cycle of, having, of to having to eat and I I I had I went through that myself and I didn't like myself going through that I didn't like having to go through that. I didn't like myself. I know you didn't like me going, <laughs> going through that. <laughs> so that's a, that it's like the infinite cycle of samsara, right? Yes. People, you know, the yogis talk, talk about the cycle of samsara as the uh, death and rebirth, and they consider that a bad thing to, to me, having to eat all the time, that's it's worse a, than that. Mm -hmm. That's a vicious cycle. Okay, when we come back, I want to talk about the movie we watched. Ooh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back. And for this last section is I want to talk about a movie we just watched. Uh, and it just came, it literally just came out a little bit ago. Uh, and it's called? The Sacred Cow. And The Sacred Cow goes into why having a meat-based diet is very, very good for the earth. Yes. So to start with, I want to talk from the, I guess, from the feet down, up. So we're <laughs> going to start, yep, yeah, we're going to start with the hoofs. The yes. hoofs of the cow, the chickens, the goats, the lambs, the sheep, even the lamb is sheep, <laughs> uh, and the pigs. Mm -hmm. What they do is they actually break up the soil. Mm -hmm. They break up the soil so plants can come through. They so plow. They right? plow. <laughs> they plow the ground so that plants can grow. If you don't have them plowing the ground, you have to plow it with a machine. Yep. 
And I'm sure that the machine needs gas. Yes. And I'm sure that the gas has to come from a truck that then brings it in to an area and that truck needs gas. Yes. And that where it's stored is gas gets shot all over the place because gas leaks so that destroys the land also. And then you need pesticides to keep um, I'll get into that in a little bit. <laughs> but anyways, by having animals, yeah. you break up the ground. Yeah. And if you break up the ground, plants can grow through that. So that's the first step, is the hoofs of the animal literally assist the ground to become plowed. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to go up a little bit to the bud. Ooh. <laughs> and we'll start off with gas. A lot of people say that cow farts are destroying the ozone. Yeah. And that every time a cow farts, an angel dies. <laughs> and so 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 when the angel dies because of the cow fart, uh, the world gets worse. But in reality, a cow fart, the methane, because this this is actually being studied by mm -hmm. scientists who get paid to study cow farts. What a job. I know. Do you go to college? Excuse me. I want to study. I want a job in cow farting. Uh, but so, I think that's such an awesome job. So they, they get this job and yeah. they start to measure the methane that comes from the cow. Yeah. And yes, the methane goes up. Yep. But they consider it has a shelf life or a half life of 10 years, which then means it comes back down. It doesn't go into the ozone. It comes back down to earth. And what's interesting is they said that it comes back to Earth as rain. So anytime we get wet, we're being farted on by cows. <laughs> so, so that's the next step is you got that. And then let's look at the poop. Yes. So the cow walks around or the sheep walks around or whatever walks around breaking up the Earth. And then it drops poop mm -hmm. into the Earth which then fertilizes it. Mm -hmm. And if you go to any organic garden, in order for it to be organic, it has to have poop. Yeah. So so the organicness, organicness <laughs> yeah. is you need the cow poop in order to fertilize the ground, which then allows the crops or whatever mm -hmm. to grow, which then you don't need the... Um. Uh, yeah, fertilizer, fertilizer, the, fertilizers. the chemical yeah, fertilizers exactly. that are used on most of these uh, major yeah. farms. Yeah. So right now, and back to the fertilizer has to be brought in by a truck yeah. because the cows aren't there yep. to fertilize it. So you have to bring in, and I'm sure that that truck is not being brought in by a non-gas operated vehicle. Yep. Uh, it's not wind or solar or anything like that so you're you're getting that coming in so you're destroying the earth more by doing that by not having the cows on that land exactly and so now you got the cows breaking up the ground adding rain mm -hmm. and fertilizing yep and if you plant properly then you have other plants that keep pest that actually keep the bugs and stuff away exactly so a cow in and of itself running from different field to different field is actually going to assist the earth to grow better. Yep. 
So the cow is sacred. So that, that's, uh, that's a lot of what they talked about. And they're showing that they're doing this all over all, the world. All over the world, not just the United States, which is very important. It's huge. Yeah. So and so that was a what about an hour and a half movie? A, a little a little under an hour and a half. It's amazing. It's hmm. an amazing movie because it also shows the importance of uh, eating meat for the health of the children. Uh, that to me that's major. It shows uh, it shows how just a little bit of meat uh, helps uh, their uh, uh, cognitive performance. In a school. Yep. And I know they also talked about, okay, if you're wealthy. Yeah. If, if yes, you can, if that, you're, yes. If you're if you're that rich person, yeah. then go ahead and be vegan. Yeah. Because you can afford all the supplements. Exactly. I myself I know how expensive it was. Oh yeah. Because you had to have all these vitamins. You we were spending a fortune. Uh, yes. We've actually reduced, and we eat grass-fed, grass-finished. Yeah. It's the only, um, basically the only way we eat our meat. Yeah. Uh, and we're spending less money now than we did as a vegan. Yeah. Being a vegan and a vegetarian was so expensive because we had to add so many supplements. And I was gaining weight. Mm -hmm. I was getting arthritis. Mm -hmm. I was feeling like shit. Mm -hmm. And shifting back to being basically a meat eater, uh, my entire everything shifted. I'm, I feel so much better now. Yeah. And absolutely. I know that uh, you <laughs> are so much of a nicer person. Nicer person. My nervous system is uh, not rather deranged. No. So with that, the, so the movie showed that yes. we've lived uh, some yeah. of what the movie said. And uh, it's just, it's very interesting to see how the, the, world is going into this lifestyle that actually is going to destroy the world yeah. but they're doing it in a way that they think they're going to help the world yes. but they really haven't seen the benefits of eating good and raising good animals exactly that the whole thing is it's a, it's not a it's not how it's not about all eating meat or eating the cow it's about what you do how you raise the cow how you manage the cow so that's uh, actually what they talk about mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, because you don't want to do the yeah. uh, the crappy way exactly that, yeah. exactly and that's what the the crappy way doesn't work yep. the crappy way got us uh, where we are where we are so the the thing is you don't want to take the other extreme okay there is the crappy way so you don't want to say okay i'm not gonna eat meat i'm gonna treat the uh, i'm gonna say the cow is sacred in the sense that i'm not touching it yeah, it should live it, it should live its own it, life exactly, with a exactly. good tv yeah. Uh, playing some good music exactly. in the background, so, pedicures, manicures, things like that, right? Yeah, that's not the solution. That's the other extreme. The solution is work with the cow. Figure, find that dynamic balance. Negotiate. Be negotiate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, ne negotiate with every creature on the planet, right? Do business with them. Uh -huh. 
So that's that's the idea. That's what the movie, I believe, hits on. And that is very, very important. It's actually giving information, real information, on how you can take care of the issue that we are at right now. And I know I'm going to, because we got to give credit to where credit is due, Paul Check yes. has been talking about this for years. Yes. He's a major fitness guy. Yeah. And he's been talking about you can't you can't train someone and get them to thrive muscle-wise or anything else if you are not looking at dirt. Yes, that's all it is. It it all starts with the dirt. It's our foundation, Mother Earth, mm. the earth element in Ayurveda, our good kapha. Our solid foundation is the dirt, the soil, the ground. That's our foundation. And by using cows, yes. by using animals, the, the earth, our foundation, will become healthier. Exactly. And I know that uh, he was talking, when he talked about you can't become a fitness instructor, yeah. he believed that you really needed to know about dirt because yes. the dirt is what feeds us. Yes, it's uh, a, a, everything, everything, our existence, our existence comes from the dirt. Our And we go back to And it. we go back to the dirt. That's the whole process. That's it's actually, samskara. It, that, yeah, that's the cycle of samsara. Exactly. We you know, we come from the dirt and we go back to the dirt that's the whole samsara and if we keep that cycle flowing properly in a healthy way we can do wonders in the process that's uh, that, that's where the discipline comes in the kapha in the mind mm -hmm. right it's and that's why it's a vicious cycle <laughs> it needs discipline to understand the soil right mm -hmm. and if we don't have discipline, how do we develop it? Well, eating properly. So creates discipline. Creates discipline. Now you just said eating properly, so I added creates discipline. Uh, <clears throat> to answer the other second major question, what do we eat? And that's it's difficult, but it's simple. Yep. We eat fruit. We eat vegetables. We eat grains. We eat fish and we eat meat. We eat head to toe, or nose to tail. Uh, with that, each day is a little different. Mm -hmm. So, like for the last, I would say, probably 14 days, mm -hmm. maybe even longer, the only way we got our fruit in was through wine. <laughs> so, we haven't eaten any fruit Actually, I don't think we've eaten fruit since the last time we had pie. Pie, exactly. And that's been yes. like three months. Yes. So we haven't eaten fruit in probably three months. Now we've drinking fruit uh, through uh, agave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we've had, uh, we do, we had rice yesterday. Yes. We did have some rice right, yesterday. Rice, rice. Uh, but uh, we, maybe five days without rice. Yeah. Uh, we do eat vegetables. Love me some Brussels sprouts cooked in uh, bacon, <laughs> bacon and tallow. Uh huh. Uh, so we do eat vegetables. Mushrooms, but, right? Yep, Are they considered? We do mushrooms, yeah. but they're always cooked. Mm -hmm. 
we do eat fish as much as we can get across yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, shrimp, oysters, uh, what they say oysters are really good for, for mitochondria. The mitochondria. Clams, sardines, sardines uh, anchovies. Yep, so we eat those. Uh, as far as animals, like uh, things that walk on the mm -hmm. earth, uh, we eat cow. Yep. We eat, we eat liver at least, at least once a week. Uh, and that liver could be cow, sheep, yes. goat. Uh, we eat tongue. Uh, mm -hmm. I cook it all different ways. So we eat all types of, we'll eat game if we can run across uh, uh, deer, mm -hmm. venison, elk, uh, all those different types of things. And we do trade. Well, yes. we, we traded somebody in uh, Alaska. Alaska. We actually the traded two people, people in Alaska yeah. for paddleboards. Yes. Uh, for paddleboards for elk. Yep. And uh, fish and salmon and stuff. So, and then we do eat fowl. Uh, yep. We'll eat chicken. Mm -hmm. We eat eggs almost daily. Uh, duck. Duck. Uh, pheasant. Man, I would yes. love to get some pheasant again. Uh, quail. Yeah. Uh, so we do eat all those different types. Of, so pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. And I can say I've eaten almost everything <laughs> in the world. Yes. <laughs> I've eaten some strange ass shit in some of the places I've been. Uh, so it's, it is, it is what it is. It's not that we only eat a specific no. thing when we, and then we do a lot of fasting. Yes. So time restricted eating. Yep. Yeah. And but that means we usually eat every day. But one thing that's different is we don't have to eat every couple hours. Exactly. Most days we go 16 to 18 hours without food, and then we eat a meal, and mm -hmm. then we go another 16 to 18 hours. <clears throat> We're not saying that's what you should be doing. No. Because each person is literally different. Exactly. And so you need to really see what your body needs. And how you react to what it is. Some people shouldn't eat every once every eighteen hours. Yeah, that might be difficult. That might be. Yeah, twelve hours is, is uh, usually the is a good number to start with, yep. and then going I'll, from there. But exactly. we're not going to go. This isn't a nope. fasting one. This is just talking about what we yes. eat. So we get up in the morning, and we might have coffee just black coffee yeah and then we might not eat till six o'clock at night exactly and the thing is is right now actually right now we're we're at about 18 hours 19 hours yes i actually a little no a little bit we are at 22 hours okay 22 hours yeah so i'm glad you're the mathematician <laughs> uh so it it doesn't really mm -hmm. when you get used to this and you do it right yes that's, that's the, the main idea. thing you have to do it right you can't just jump into doing this you do it right you can go without eating yes. and still thrive. Yep. So the whole concept of being a meat eater destroys the world. We do less damage to the world by eating the way we eat than the way we did oh, when yes. we were a vegetarian, and especially the way we did when we were a vegan. By far. No comparison. No comparison. It is life-changing. And my joints don't hurt anymore. And literally, when we went to this style of eating, I lost probably 40 to 50 pounds yep. without changing my workout routine, making it harder. In fact, we made it easier. Yes. Not easier, but it's still intense. But mm -hmm. we don't do the time on that we had to. Yep. I don't know if I would be alive now if we hadn't changed our way of eating. 
So, given my genetics. Nope. So with that, that's what we eat. Exactly. But each day is different. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have pie because pie helps you think. It, exactly. That's it's true. meditative. That's so, true. So with that, that's how we eat. And we don't say no when we are eating with a, when we're guests. Yeah. When we are guests, yes. Yep. And we, that's we one of the things to, about traveling. Exactly. You get to really meet people exactly. by eating with them and drinking with them. Yep. And if you say, oh, no, I can't eat that, that ruins the that, whole concept of being able to make friends. Exactly. Ruins the whole common ground. That's food. That's so food. With that... I would like to say bye-bye to Common Ground. <laughs> and until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste Kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive. If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, Namaste Kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.